630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on the voice of your Edmonton Oilers and Eskimos. 630 Chad. Okay, it is 7.06. Inside Sports on 6.30, Chad. So, just some news and notes from today. There is a uh, new addition to the Oilers roster. We'll see if he's on the big club. Johanna Vitu, he's a defenseman. Left shot, about 5'11", 190. Played with New Jersey last season. Had four points in 25 games. He will be 28 by the time the season starts. He's from France. Has spent most of his career in the Finnish Elite League. So, uh, puck mover, you probably heard the uh, clip from Ken Danico earlier, Edmonton native who covers the New Jersey Devils, former Devil himself. He uh, Danico says maybe has a chance to play on the Oilers. They're uh, going to need a bit of a left shot puck mover with Andre Secker out for probably around half the season with the torn ACL. So they're trying to create a little uh, depth uh, on the blue line. Never a bad idea. We'll see how that goes. Fred Brathwaite hired as the goalie coach for the New York Islanders. Pierre Turgeon hired as an assistant coach for the LA Kings. Tyler Johnson avoids arbitration with the Tampa Bay Lightning. His deal... Seven years, $35 million, had 45 points in 66 games last year. Best year, 14-15, had almost a point a game, 72 points in 77 games. Some things you need to know about today as we move along. It is 7.07. Inside Sports on 6.30, Ched. Well, this is uh, this is uh, fun, especially if you like Canadian football and you like sitting down and playing the odd video game. I'm pleased to be wel- uh, welcome to the show the president of Canuck Play, video game company, David Winter. David, welcome to Inside Sports. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. Uh, thanks for having me on and, and uh, taking the time to, to talk about what we're doing. Yeah, well, it's pretty cool, and I want to get into the details of the game and how people can get it. But first, uh, I mean, you have a pretty cool job title, president <laughs> of Canuck Game Studios. So, I, I mean, I'm sure there's some young people listening especially younger people, thinking, well, that's that's a nice career goal. How do you get to be the president of, of a company that's making some video games? Uh, well, surprisingly, uh, or not, I don't know if it is surprising, but it's, uh, it's a, lot of, uh, a lot of work and a lot of sacrifice and a, and a lot of very, very, very late nights to get to where you need to go and, and uh, just, uh, making up your mind that this is something that you want to do and and actually doing it um, that's that's, uh, that's the only way I can describe it I guess you just decide that this is what you're gonna do and you go and do it so did you start as a as a as a designer you know were you doing programming and stuff like that or what's the what was the first couple steps on the path oh well I got uh, I started in well not professionally obviously but when I was a child I was uh, like it well you know, early teens, I was uh, dabbling making games on a TRS-80 color computer back in the 80s. Uh, so it was just sort of something that I enjoyed doing, and I did it as a hobby, just for something to do all through high school, whatever. 
And uh, I also was playing football in high school, so I I enjoyed the sport of football, and I enjoyed making video games. Now these were not really that, you know, these were not much more than basic basic video games, text based games on the, the that sort of thing. Um, and I spent uh, then I spent ten years in the Navy, learning how to manage projects and and big uh, big sums of money and moving people around and managing people and that sort of thing. And when I left the Navy, I got back into doing video games professionally, and I've been I've been kind of doing that ever since. Um, and I've worked for uh, some pretty large studios, worked for Electronic Arts for a few years, and I've worked for some really tiny studios. And eventually, uh, Cheryl Lopes, my, my partner in this venture, and I just decided that, uh, you know what, we're... We really just want to do our own thing. We've we spent a lot of time working on other people's games, and we've got our own ideas, and we've got our own visions, and so let's just try and do our own thing. Okay, well, that's that's awesome. And, and your own thing now, I know, is one that has a lot of people excited, Canadian Football 17. And look, I, I, obviously you know, you probably know better than me, there have been there's always been talk of a Canadian football video game. I think fans have felt maybe teased and disappointed in the past. So please tell those people that this this is happening. Like soon they'll have this on a platform. What's tell me what's going on. Uh, They will have it July 26th. Uh, So at the end of the month and they'll have it on the Xbox one. So it's the first Canadian football game to be on a major console. And if they don't have a console, they can uh, grab it for their PC desktop from Steam. Uh, and it's going to be exactly the same game. Uh, the console and the PC desktop game are ports of each other. So it's the same gameplay and all that. Um, so yes, it's been something that I've been trying to get off the ground for quite a few years. Um, I've had discussions on and off with with people in the uh, in the in the Canadian football community about what it would take to make it work, and and it always just boiled down to very large sums of money required to do the development, and it became sort of out of the reach of possibility to just basically do the size of the Canadian market. I mean, you know, you being in Edmonton, of course, everything is, 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 is very Canadian football. There's a huge market for Canadian football out in the West, but, uh, and in Canada in general, but outside of Canada, which is a very small market, it sort of falls off the shelf. So you have to, have a production cost that match the kind of market that you're going to be selling to and really uh, historically the production costs have been very very high that is until um the end of 2015 when i was uh put in touch with some people at microsoft and they uh Cheryl, my, my partner, and I put together a business plan and a proposal and a, and a prototype, and we worked with them to get on board as a development partner with Microsoft to develop the title for uh, the Xbox One. And so Microsoft has helped us by supplying development hardware, which has normally been extremely expensive. They just provided it for us. They got a software licensing. They covered the cost of that as well. And so we had Microsoft on board as a major sponsor and provider of a lot of the tech that we needed. Um, Then shortly after that, we found ourselves in discussion with uh, an organization here in the city of Peterborough called the Innovation Cluster. And 
they are an organization that is that is uh, with the goal of bringing more tech firms into the city of Peterborough. Um, they kind of look down the highway at Waterloo and say, well, you know, we want some of that here in the city. So when we started talking to them about building a video game studio here in the city and helping grow that digital media presence in the city, they jumped on board as partners and got us into their office building. So now we had Microsoft on board covering our technology side of things, and we had the innovation cluster on board covering all of our office expenses and that sort of thing. So it took those enormous costs that were traditionally a roadblock and made them all go away. And so we, we really now had the possibility of bringing a title which targets quite a small market into a possibility because now where costs are something that makes sense. Okay. David Winter joining us on Inside Sports. He's the president of Canuck Play, the video game coming out on July 26th, Canadian Football 17. So, couple key questions, I think, for fans. Uh, CFL license, are you guys there yet? Or are we going to be able to, to put it in and control Mike Riley and Darius Bowman and, and all the good Eskimos, or where are we at with that? Uh, sadly, the, the CFL has, uh, we, the last we spoke to them was April of 2016. They're, they're really, they're, they're not on board with this. This doesn't seem like something that they want to be a part of. Um, we, we approached them with um, a development budget and a plan to, to help them uh, grow their sport. Uh, but they were looking for something that's much larger than I, I think makes sense for you know, the type of revenue that you can bring in with a product like this. So um, we haven't been able to work anything out. Um, there's a there's a new commissioner in town, obviously. I think I think this is his first full day of work, but um, uh, maybe something will change in the future. But for right now, we're uh, we're unlicensed and uh, we're we're trying to make do with uh, with that. Okay, but you got the rules, and I assume you have oh, yeah. teams and players based on reality, even if they're not the the real the real names. I think we've we've seen that before in the video game world. Now, when people, you know download it or put the disc in or whatever um and i and i hate to say this but it's it's been the dominant football game for a quarter century or longer is is it gonna yeah. look and feel like madden or what are we looking at there well it's going to have very similar play to madden i mean obviously it's a 3d world you have 3d uh 3d stadium environments you've got you know we we have a motion captured animation just like they do and and you run around with the quarterback and you throw the ball and and the players have specific uh skill ratings and attributes that help them play um visually we're we're probably uh we're probably a couple of years behind in terms of, of what, um, you know, the, the, the glossy visuals. Okay. Um, it really just boiled down to the fact that we don't have a license, so we can only spend so much money because an unlicensed game is kind of handicaps us a little bit. But um, we decided that, you know, this is our first year, and we're just going to focus on getting a, a solid foundation for the game. And, and as we go forward and iterate over time, we can do things like build upon those visuals and build upon all those other features and things like that. I mean, like, like you said yourself, this is a, Madden's a title that's been around for 25 or 30 years, and, 
and they've had a lot of, of time to to build up what the game looks like and all the feature sets and things and we're a game that's been around for you know 18 months okay <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> we've got a little bit of catching up to do but uh, I think uh, you know if we get a if we get a good response and um, we 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 get some uh, positive uh, feedback from the, from what we're trying to do. We can get up to up to their their quality pretty quickly. So okay, well, I know people are looking forward to trying it, and it is long overdue. And uh, you know, I hope there are there are future versions year by year as we keep going. David, thanks for thanks for letting us know how the game came to be and a little bit about your story. I look forward to the release on July 26th, and I hope we can get an update down the road here to see how it's doing. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, again, thanks thanks for taking the time and, and uh, expressing your interest. All right, that's David Winter, president of Canuck Play, the company behind the game simply called Canadian Football 17. It is not called CFL 17 uh, because the CFL, at this point anyway, not on board with a license. So it has the nine cities with altered team names, similar uniform colors, very similar stadiums from the video I was looking at, but uh, they didn't get the real players. But you will be able to play a three-down, 110-yard version of football on your Xbox One, and you can also download it on Steam for your computer. It is not available on the PlayStation but I think that's something else they're working on. Interesting stuff. I hope it does well, and I hope the CFL gets on board with it. It is 718. You can text 63630. The phone number is 780-496-0063. Eskimos head coach Jason Moss is going to be in studio, and we'll talk maybe a little more video game stuff too. Yeah, I remember that. Inside Sports on Chet. This is Cam Talbot from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio 630 Ched. All right. Duran Duran from A View to a Kill, the song A View to a Kill. Bon, Simon Le Bon. You remember that video, Morley? Oh, wait, let me turn your mic up. I do. I remember it well. Good song, not a good Bond movie. <laughs> uh, no, that's true. Well, I lost know. interest near the end of the Bond movies. Well, th- what do you mean near the end? They're still going. I know. Well, I've, okay, I've lost interest a while ago. Then. Wait, who was Bond when you lost interest? Uh, who was after uh, Roger Moore? Timothy Dalton did two, and then Brosnan did four, and now Daniel Craig's yeah, done Pier- four. Pierce, I don't like Craig. I don't like Craig. I didn't mind Pierce Brosnan. I, I'm, I'm unimpressed with the Daniel Craig. I know yeah. a lot of people like Casino Royale, but I didn't like that they tried to make it a series and continue from movie to movie, and just a depressing Bond. And the stories didn't make any sense. Roger Moore is always going to be James Bond to me. Really? Yeah, even ahead of Sean Connery. Uh, different tone to the movies. Mm-hmm. You know... Uh, really, yeah, and his time, his era. I, that's my movie going years too. I oh, went to, so I you went, were a kid. Yeah, I, I went a lot of times your movies, first so. Bond is your favorite Bond. Yeah, you know. Uh, here's the thing: Timothy Dalton only did two movies. The Living Daylights is a darn good movie. That's a darn good Bond movie. And then License to Kill was terrible, and then he was done being Bond, which wasn't your fault. Mm-hmm. Okay. Matchup: Mets versus Cavaliers. Perhaps one of the greatest sports video games of all time, NBA Jam, and then NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Somebody texting in, Gary Payton and Sean Kemp, they were the best team. That would have been on the Seattle Supersonics. Uh, we got, we're talking about the Canadian football video game coming out. 
A lot of people texting in this sentiment, and I will read it from Fitz. Reed, I could have sworn the CFL was working on ways to connect with the younger generation. How are they not on board with this game? This project will never be a huge moneymaker on its own, but it builds the Canadian game. If Microsoft is helping to back the game, it'll never be available for PS4. Too bad for me. I still want to see the CFL on board. And a lot of people texting in saying, why is the CFL not on board with this game? Uh, I, I'd like to f- try to find out more on this from the CFL's point of view. I know from... Uh, info I got today is that um, the CFL kind of wanted more money on the table to be behind it and I think David Winter and his company are saying we got to be realistic this game is not going to sell outside of Canada but let's get it going let's get the real players and teams in there and the league said no thanks so we'll see and it's Hope- not just the league too the players association has to be on board with that as well P- right? P- uh, I w- yeah I would think so but I'll have to talk to somebody with them with them as well. I mean, it's it's going to have... I, I think it'll have, like, a lot of those games players based on the real guys. So I'm sure the Edmonton quarterback will be a 6-3 big guy and, uh, uh, you know, the Montreal quarterback will be hard to take down and, yeah. and stuff like that. But it's, it's not going to be the real names. I think on the PC version, you'll be able to edit the names yourself. I don't know if that'll happen on the Xbox One. But a lot of people have always said, why is there not a CFL video game? Even if it only sells in Canada to the hardcore fans, why can't we have one? Why can't we have one? Well, we're, we're getting one. It just doesn't have the, the real, real stuff. I know CFL some people texting field. in. So it's basically just CFL rules, right? Yeah, it's three down. The stadiums look quite close. Like I, t- I talked to David a little bit off air as well today, and he said the stadiums are as close as we can make them look without being accused of, oh, you didn't have permission to do that. Uh, like I was saying to you, because the end zone in Toronto is what, only seven, 17, 17 yards. yards? In the video game, it's 17 yards. Hmm. So they, they they did do that. I mean, I, I hope it's a good game. I mean, I think, like I asked him, he said it's kind of similar to Madden. We don't quite have the, the glitz and the and the gloss to it. Yeah. But it, it, it's interesting. It's uh, I, I mean, for me, being 43, I think everybody my age and younger has some connection to video games. Because you played as a kid. I don't know if you do, Morley. You're I played old. Pong. You played Pong. <laughs> but, I mean, it's something... I, I don't play as much as I used yeah. to, but it's something still casually... I mean, there are a couple games I still like if I have if I have time to play. So it has become... It's sort of, it's, it's a distraction. Some people are going to be more, more hardcore into it. And this is the type of thing... You know, there are people who would probably shell out... I, I, I oh, there's people who pay for it, for sure. Yeah. I, I don't... I, I see that. I see it being a pretty big seller in Canada, but the company's right. It's going to be that's going to be tough to market anywhere else but Canada, right? Yeah, which is fine. Which is which is fine. I mean, they're not expecting but to if make you're a Canadian millions com- of dollars. If you're a Canadian company, you know. Well, that's the thing. They're based in Peterborough, so yeah. what's and the, and the thing is, if the CFL and the PA got on board, to me there are opportunities to because Madden used to do this. Well, here's the 1981 Eskimos, mm-hmm. or here's Eskimos legends, and your quarterbacks are Ray Moss and Moon, or or. Uh, Waddell Smith and Brian yeah. Kelly are your receivers, yeah. right? You could have all-star teams for each. There, there, there's the potential there to make it really fun for fans and for current and and older fans yeah. to really be like, oh, yeah, this is great. How, or how would have the 81 Eskimos done against the 97 Argos? We can, you got all s- that we can solve that, uh, that yeah. ever-loving argument. Yeah. Anyway. I think it'll be good. I, I, I can't see... 
if especially if it if they put it out and it starts to get some traction, then I can see the the CFL, of course, getting on board at that point. And if they got to get together, it's it's got to you got to be able to have CFL. Well, good for That's, the company for just yeah, saying we're going to we're going to anyway. do it. Yeah. We're going to do it as opposed like to saying, it. well, yeah. we can't do it until until we get all the the players. Uh, Jason Moss, uh, he's coming up. He's here. Yes, he is. Just saw him walk by the window there, so uh, he is here. We'll we'll talk about the bye week. Uh, I told him last week we're going to ask him about some fishing stories because he went fishing during the bye oh, week. So we'll, interesting. Uh, well, here's I guess we'll hear some lies then if they're fishing stories, right? <laughs> some more to there fishing. We go. fishing and remember that, right? Morley Scott coming up next. Eskimos Coaches Show with Jason Moss. You heard from David Winter from Canuck Play. Canadian Football 17 comes out July 26th. Greg Francis with Canada Basketball. Adarius Bowman as well. Thanks to everybody who called and texted. I'm back 6 to 8 tomorrow. Dave Campbell's the producer of the show. Kellen Kennedy is your studio producer. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.